It's Thursday, April 4th, 2019, and I am Micah Weiner. I'm next to Brad Key. What's up, Micah? God, it's good to be here. Let's go. It's WrestleMania week, Brad. Oh, is that what's going on? Feel here? the excitement. Mm-hmm. I sound like the ultimate warrior. You get distracted easily. It's Final Four week, buddy. Oh. Pull your head out. Yeah, I forgot about that. That tournament we've been watching for the last last month. Yeah, we put out like 16 hours of content. About hey, everybody. It's great to be back. Welcome into Backdoor Cover April 4th. Brad, how's everything going? Life's good, brother. How's everything with you? I'm okay. We are recording from Brad's back porch as uh, things are crazy inside. So if you hear some construction or Ralph the dog, don't think you're crazy. That's what you're hearing either construction and or Ralph the dog. You can just edit that stuff out. We're going to be fine. I, it's impossible to edit out, so just <laughs> you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, it should be good, though. All right, we got a lot to talk about today. This is exciting. Uh, we will be back next week. I'm out of town this weekend, so I'm sorry. Unfortunately, there will be no weekend recording. Our streak ends at 2. That being said, we'll be back next week. I think we'll probably record Monday, which is great, so then we can preview the championship game. So we'll be in the same... Uh, same rotation that we've been in before. How's that sound, Brad? Great. Okay, fantastic. Uh, but I can't do two Saturdays from now. I'm gonna be. Uh, You're not listening at all. Out of the country. We're not recording on Saturday at all. So. No, no. I'm saying the one after that. Well, we won't have to because the tournament will be over. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't listening. It's okay. We're rec- we'll be back Monday. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm here. I'll do it. Another programming note: If you want some good content, you should subscribe to the Mind of Micah feed. Mind of Micah. Search Mind of Micah, M-I-C-A-H, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, wherever. Wherever you listen. Check out Mind of Micah and subscribe. This week alone, we've had the read of Micah's read of the week with uh, David Ruff and Dylan Shivery join me. Uh, We had Micah's beef of the week, which is me taking on that damn Jerry Rice commercial they keep showing uh, during the NCAA tournament. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Check out my beef of the week. I just rant about it. And uh, coming today, Brad, this is very exciting, a brand new podcast that's never been done before. It's called The Champ Is Here. And, and it was your inspiration behind your lead-in, your intro. That's right. The Champ Is Here. I am, pres- I am previewing WrestleMania this afternoon uh, with uh, our friend Dion, uh, Dion Zaccone, who uh, helped, uh, uh, was one of the, the color announcers uh, on the Chump to Champ fight, you may have seen his work if you were streaming in front of dozens of people, which I know most people were when they watched the actual Chump to Champ fight uh, last August 31st. So WrestleMania preview coming on Mind of Micah. I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be good. Even if you're not a pro wrestling fan, you should listen. I think See, I'm not a fan, and that's why I'm more interested, because I want to hear. I want actually understand what's going on here. So I'm, I want to tune in just We will be breaking it down. We're going to take a very basic approach, and then I'm going to take some shots. It's, so it's probably gonna not going to be the most sophisticated podcast. It's about it men dancing Dion, around in underwear. Oh, uh, Don't be a prick. Dion is very plugged in on these things, so we'll just say <laughs> that. He's very well connected. He knows the script? The, oh, it's unscripted. My bad. No. Uh, damn it, Brian. <laughs> Yay, WrestleMania. Where's the golf tournament this week? They're in Houston. Oh, they're in Houston. Valero. Okay. Oh, the Valerio. Valero Texas Open, of course. Yeah. yeah, RIP Valerio Texas Open. Shouts to that guy. Uh, you know who else we need to give shouts to? Who that? Our friends at Harry's. Guess what, listeners? You should join the 10 million people who've already tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com slash BDC. Why Harry's, you might be asking? 
Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and o- overdesigned. They know a great shave doesn't come from gimmicks like vibrating heads, flex balls, or handles that look like spaceships. These are tactics the lean brand has used for years to raise prices. They've fixed all that with a clean, simple design, durable blades, and best of all, a fair price. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for more than 95 years. How about that? And the best part, Harry's replacement cartridges are just 2 bucks each. That's half the price of Gillette's Fusion Pro Shield. Uh, even their name is confusing and convoluted. Not Harry's, though. All Harry's blades comes with a 100% money-back guarantee. If you don't love your shade, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. And right now, you get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, including a weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Listeners of our show can redeem this trial set, as we mentioned before, at harrys.com slash bdc, h-a-r-r-y-s dot com slash bdc, like backdoor cover. Make sure you go there, harrys.com slash bdc, to redeem your your trial uh, offer and let them know we sent you. Help us help support our show. Brad and I both have weddings to pay for. All right, let's talk about some basketball. Let's go. We're in the Final Four. Perhaps you've heard. Virginia uh, faces Auburn. Virginia is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. These games being played in Minnesota. Minnesota. Wasn't the Super Bowl in Minnesota recently? I guess it was last two years ago. Yeah. Some, Why is Minnesota the well, the got, host venue of these places so they often? They got the big brand new building. That's oh, they got the they got the nice state of the art facility. Aha! That's it. That's that's where we are. Which game would you like to start with, Michael? Let's start with Virginia Auburn. Virginia, a five and a half point favorite. Brad, tell me about what you know and what you think so, about those games. Auburn is kind of like Purdue on steroids. They've got multiple guys who are going to be jacking threes as opposed to just Carson Edwards. It's kind of like Virginia's kryptonite, I would say, is, is strong three-point shooting teams. The question is, like, is Auburn going to stay hot, or are they going to fall, come back to earth? Like, they've been hot for so long, it's it's becoming just like a consistent state for them, but it could fall apart at any, any point, really. It's just like an unreliable thing, as opposed to Virginia's, like, this defense-based, team-based game. They've got a great coach. It's a much more, like, safe bet Virginia's, including with the points. I don't know, man. I, I every week we're saying we we don't think Auburn's going to stay hot. They're going to miss shots and it's going to fall apart. But who knows, man? Bruce Pearl, Pearl may just come out and we'll see how it goes. I suppose. What do you think? I think Virginia. Uh, I said the same thing about Auburn last week, and right? I'm about to say it again. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That that Auburn's players and their campus is going crazy. And these dudes have been back home in Auburn, Alabama. Oh, this is what you're saying again. Running through chicks and at parties and being treated like celebrities and being handed envelopes full of cash and just living their greatest life and getting to the Final Four. They've defeated three consecutive Blue Bloods. It's enough. It's it's boring for me to have the exact same take I had last week. But I just feel like Virginia is in this tournament to win it. You don't think these kids have the wherewithal to wait one more week? Win the championship and then go bang chicks. No, interesting. I wouldn't either. You would. You'd be. They're hot. You'd right be cashing in while while you can. They're hot. Cash right those now. checks asap. This is as hot as they've ever been. They may bounce next week. I mean, maybe they win the championship and they're even hotter. But I don't know. I think this is like the peak. You think so, huh? I just i I think Virginia wins this game pretty comfortably. 
I don't think they win it comfortably just because the 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 difficulty they have in dealing with three point shooting teams. But I think they win it uncomfortably. Do you like <laughs> Do you like the points here? Five and a half. It's a lot of points. I I like it with the points. Yeah. So you take Auburn. Yeah. I'm I'll take, take Virginia. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I like Virginia. You like Virginia to cover. Yes, that's correct. Sorry, I did, I misunderstood the question. I too like Virginia to cover. Yeah. It's hard to bet with Auburn. There's just too many un- unknown uh, elements. I wonder how many factors. games in a row. I guess they were favored against Kansas, even though they were five seed over four. Um, anyway. They couldn't have been favored versus North Carolina, and I know they were not favored versus um, whoever they beat last, uh, Kentucky. Yeah. So, you know, they keep on overcoming. Over on to what? the next one. Over what? They keep overcoming. The odds. I'm, I'm making a cum joke. Oh, uh, good for you. That's the early game uh, Saturday. That's 5 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Eastern. 6.09, actually. Um, Those start times are hilarious. 6.09. I mean, Virginia, I just think Virginia's going to play good enough defense. Although, like you said, when you've got a team that just bombs threes, anything can happen. It's it's unreliable. Like You know that Virginia's going to show up and D up, and they've got some good scorers. They've got a, a like well-balanced squad. They've got a great coach. They've beaten just about every team in the league, or every team that they faced other than Duke, who's now done. So, like, yeah, they're just the much more known quantity the known more known factor so I, i'm riding with virginia and of course auburn has won 12 straight games they're probably i'm sure they're the hottest team left in the tournament now so um michigan yeah. state's probably up there they won their their conference tournament too i mean just look at the the last five games auburn has won tech too didn't tech win the big 12 tournament i i had to, have yeah, to look but that auburn up. was hot going in yeah. auburn beat tennessee new mexico state barely like Tennessee was a two seed, right? You mean in the in the, yeah, uh, SEC the, end of championship. the SEC championship? And if then you just look at their last five games. They beat Tennessee by twenty in the SEC championship game. Yeah, they squeaked by New Mexico State in the first round by one point. They Killed my bracket. Beat. They beat Kansas by twenty four. They beat North Carolina by seventeen, and then they beat Kentucky in overtime. Like this is this is crazy. Talk about your all time like script changes. Had they lost that game to New Mexico, like. It it's just like so dramatically different how you view Ver- Bruce Pearl and this team compared to like if they had just lost that one game. Like it's true, the, His bank the whole universe is dramatically is different as well. Yeah, I mean these dudes are already all these coaches are already getting new contracts. Like their, their athletic directors are drawing them up right now. Uh, the athletic director at Texas Tech already said like he's. Working Do you remember on a what Bruce Pearl did that was slimy? It was like having a barbecue or something, right? At Tennessee, yeah, but he had also lied about it. He had lied about something else. He was he had been in some trouble before. Oh, he had ratted out somebody before. Yeah, he was a rat. That's what his big. That's knock why was. people didn't <laughs> like him. But then the thing at Tennessee was like he bought a kid a sandwich and then he lied to the NCAA about it. Something like that. Hey, if I bought a kid a sandwich, I would be lying too. But he only got fired down because they had like a losing. Bread and a, he only got fired because meat. they had a losing year or two. Like it wasn't. Yeah, but he's like broadly considered a scumbag by everybody in the league. It's the rat thing. That's and now what it is. he talks a lot about Jesus, oh. which I think people he never talked about Jesus before. That's a good way to make people uncomfortable. Now that we, when he got rehired, all he did was talk about Jesus. He, it makes, his, it's his, enough to make people uncomfortable. His Jesus rebranding campaign. Uh, Virginia, of course, lost to Florida State in the ACC tournament, and then beat uh, Weber State or Weber State. I don't know Weber State by fifteen in the first round. Although they were 
very close at halftime. They were down at half, I think. Yeah, they were losing. Uh, They beat Oklahoma by 12 in the second round. They beat Oregon by four in the third round. And then beat. they also beat Purdue in overtime uh, to get to the Final Four. So, tough teams. I mean, it should be a good one. But we both like Virginia here. Just because Auburn's unknown. Like, could end any day. All right, let's talk Michigan State. Michigan State is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Texas Tech. Of course, these lines, courtesy of mybookie.ag, the best place to bet online. Use promo code BDC when you sign up uh, for a deposit bonus. That's all you can ask for. These teams are very similar, Texas Tech and Michigan State. Um, Both, like, all Izzo teams are notorious for their toughness. And this Texas Tech team is tough. That's the best thing you can say about, about And they played crazy team. defense. Yeah, and Michigan State's got, like, you were talking about how many top 100 players they had in our last episode. Like, probably half those guys are injured or out for the year. Like, a, a, a vast majority of their, like, primetime talent was hurt or, for whatever reason, is out. Um, so there is that. Like, some of those those five-star recruits or whatever have been mitigated to, to injury. Um, but, yeah, they played tough. They played well-coached. Duke came out, all athleticism, all cock, no brains, you know, and all that. It, it played out. The uh, the team with the strategy won. And so now it's going to be more of a matchup of grittiness and game planning, and this one should be really interesting. The Texas over-under, Tech's elite defense. The over-under here is 132.5. I think the other was at one, 134. Uh, Tech holds opponents this season to 57 points. Michigan State holding opponents only 61. So yeah, and that's over the season. Like right now, they're playing defense on like another well, planet. Of like course, Texas Tech held Michigan, who lost Michigan State three times, to 44 points. Mm. Uh, Gonzaga scored 69. Buffalo scored 58. Uh, NKU, whoever that is, had scored 57 in the first round. So Tech is Tech can play some defense, uh, and so can Michigan State. And this right is now be they're tough, hot. Very tough and hard fought. Um, and I'm excited about this one. This is like, there's something about this game. This game will be nothing like an NBA game. Like, right. This, this is will college be basketball. Quintessential college basketball. This is like a 90s NBA game where dudes can hand check and, and bang. And yeah. there's going to be like crazy contact on rebounding and all that stuff. Like the, there are going to be guys on the floor. This is going to be a tough game. This is not going to be a Tuesday night Kings Warriors game. Yeah, they're not going to spread it out in ISO and shoot jack threes. Michigan State has won nine games in a row. Tech has only won four. They lost in their uh, in the Big Twelve tournament to West Virginia. Um, oh, that's right. And then, as I mentioned, they beat someone called NKU. Then seventy two fifty seven. They beat Buffalo seventy eight fifty eight. Remember, they looked great in the in the first two rounds. Yeah. Uh, then beat Michigan 63-44, spanked that ass, and got past Gonzaga, which was a close game towards the end, but then they executed 75-69. Michigan State uh, defeated Michigan in the <laughs> in the Big Ten tournament <laughs> to win really? that, as, as you may recall, 65-60. They beat Bradley in the first round by 10. They beat Minnesota by 20, 70-50 to get to the Sweet that 16. That was an impressive win. Minnesota was good. Yeah, then they spanked LSU 80-63. And beat Duke, 68-67. The most impressive win. They beat the Zions. They sure did. Um, Who do you like in this one? Two and a half points. This feels like a close game to me. Yeah, it does feel like a close game. And I I think I'm going to ride with Tech. I like their defense. I like how they're playing right now. I think that they like comfortably handled Gonzaga, which is 
no like small feat. Like Gonzaga was widely regarded as the best or among the top three best teams in the in the country for the majority of the year. They've got a ton of NBA talent on that squad. They're great. And Tech really kind of like handled them, manhandled them, especially on the defensive end. And so I kind of like that that combination of of like super hard nosed defense mixed with um kind of some of their offensive play that's been going. They've been hot on the offensive side as well. So I like tech. I think Michigan State is obviously like one of the best coached teams um year in and year out and they've always always had good talent. But um yeah, I think I'm gonna ride with tech, get a couple points. It's gonna be a good game, I think. I'm I'm very excited to watch it. I'll definitely be rooting for tech, but and I think I'm gonna take them as well. Okay. Where are you at? Uh, I like Michigan State to win the championship. Right. As I have. I knew that was going to be the case, the too. And so that made me even want to take Tech more so we can bet against each other. I like Michigan State winning this game close. Okay. Um, yeah. I like Michigan State winning this game close. That's that's kind of where I am on this. Yeah. You're not going to come up with some like general scenario how the game plays out in the end? Guess? Like you like to do? Not really. Uh-huh. I mean, these are tough teams. Mm-hmm. And they're... Well coached. I think it's probably pretty low scoring. It's going to be close. Neither team is going to run away with it. And I think Michigan State executes down the stretch. It's kind of interesting that like the old guard, like Izzo, longtime known entity, great coach, versus like this hot up and coming Chris Beard, just hit the scene like over the last two years, is now like a national player, is probably going to be the hottest hire that you could possibly get after this year. Interesting kind of from this, the new versus old yeah, Tech has, of course, never been in a, in a Final Four before. 94 years. That's, That's crazy. the history of their program, apparently. So, all right. Lots I of like fun, Michigan man. Tech, State, you like Tech. That's right. What's the bet? I don't know, man. What are we going to bet? How about which, whoever wins, the other has to go to that person's house to record the podcast next week. All right, it's a deal. Yeah, because I, I, I prefer to do it at my house, obviously, and you'd prefer to do it at yours. So here you go. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit of NBA. Let's talk NBA, man. We, don't, we it's haven't about started that doing time, this, don't you think? Brad alerted me. I was like, you know, we're just talking college hoops. And Brad was like, we should start talking NBA, of which Brad and I are both much bigger NBA fans than college hoops fans generally. And I was like, man, the playoffs are still like fucking six months away, it feels like. And he was Wrong. Like, no, they're like 10 days away. Yeah, the 13th is the first round. Shit, that's less than 10 days. It's like eight days away. Yeah, it's soon. It basically starts the weekend after the tournament, yes. which is crazy. It's going to be so awesome. So it, 82 straight days of basketball after that, right? I don't know if that's true. Oh, I thought they always they like, always do 40 days is. and for, 40 games and 40 nights. Oh, I on TNT. I added that's those what two they 40s to together for 80. Well, yeah. there are probably Close games enough. on ESPN. I don't know. There's a lot of games. 80 coming. days is like half the year. I'm an idiot. Well, it's well, not a third half, of the year. You are an idiot because that's far from half the year. Oh, yeah? Like are you over there cranking the numbers out in your brain, Rain Man? Pull out your calculator, cocksucker. Anyway. <laughs> that you're going to say pull out your cock. No, uh, I don't, nobody wants. All right. We're off the rails. Let's get back here. Let's just take a, a quick look at the standings. We're not going to get too deep into this, but we'll kind of look into it right now. The Bucks uh, have uh, won their division. They are sitting at comfortably in 20, uh, like three games in the loss column up on the Raptors, so they will most likely be the number one seed. What What is 58 plus 20? 78, so there's only like four games left in the Look season. Look at you. You, do, you can add. I'm good at math. Uh, the Raptors sit in, in second very comfortably, so those are going to be one Does and two. Does you two pretty much locks at one and two, yeah. The 76ers sit in the third spot, three games up in the loss column over the Celtics. 
Uh, the Celtics and Pacers are tied at 47 and 32. Both teams what a dumpster have, fire the Celtics season has been. They've both clinched uh, a playoff spot, so that's that's going to be your first-round matchup, depending on who wins more games, who will have Game 7 at their place. Uh, currently, the Pistons are one game up on the Nets, Magic, and Heat, who are tied 7-8-9 yeah. for the last spot. So, Or the last two spots, I guess. There's three teams competing for the last two spots. Charlotte, two games before behind them. So... As things started today, which is a dangerous game to play, <laughs> we'd have the Bucks and Magic, we'd have the Raptors and Nets, the Sixers and Nets, and the Pacers and Pistons. Or no, Celtics and Pacers, and the uh, 76ers and Pistons. Yeah. Uh, I fucked all this up. It doesn't matter, okay? Th- this stuff will be here in a week, so let's start paying attention. Uh, your race there, as I mentioned, though, it's really four teams for three spots, because the Pistons are only one game up, is... Uh, so you're talking it's about Pistons, the, Nets, the last spot. Yeah, in the East. Pistons, Nets, Heat, and Magic are basically all competing for three spots. Miami's good enough to get like sneak their way in backdoor. Like they've got enough talent and the Magic have shown None of those teams are any good. They're gonna get smoked. I by, like the Nets, man. Have you watched the Nets any? Yeah, they're really all these fun teams have been pretty fun. Orlando hasn't been in the playoffs since Dwight Howard left. Like it would be nice for Orlando to make the playoffs, but it's not gonna happen. All right, even if it does happen, they're going to get swept. Yeah. These teams stink. All right, let's go to the West. Indeed. Uh, the Warriors are two games up in the win column, or in the loss column, I'm sorry, over the the Nuggets. They cock-slapped the Nuggets with like four last games night, too. To play. They, yeah, they a couple nights ago. closed the door on them, yeah. Uh, the Nuggets are the two seed. They beat the Spurs last night. Greg Popovich was uh, ejected in 63 seconds, which might be an NBA record. Uh, he must have been trying to get kicked out. What did he do? He, just talk some shit? Yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, so the Nuggets are the two seed. The Rockets right now, Rockets and Trailblazers are tied for the three and four seed. Uh, two games behind that, the Jazz. Two games behind them, the Clippers. One game behind them, the Thunder. One game behind them, the Spurs. Whoever gets the so Thunder. So all eight teams yeah. have, all eight teams have uh, clinched playoff divisions or have clinched spots. So the Kings, so that's it. The, those that's are your it. playoff teams. That It's set. They could move a little because they're only separated by a game or two. Uh the Spurs currently match up with the Warriors. That would be terrible. Nuggets matched <laughs> up with you. the Thunder. That would be an entertaining first round That would be matchup. fucked up for the Nuggets to win 52 games and then have to play fucking Russell Westbrook. They could win 56. He's a madman. Rockets and Clippers in the first round. That would be great. After Pat Bev, like there's a lot of bad blood. Oh, there's those tons teams. of history. Yeah, and then uh, Trailblazers and Jazz on uh, NBA TV. But would be fun to watch, but probably not getting as much... Uh, yeah, the Blazers lost uh, their big man. What was his? How do you say? Jokic, I think is his name. Yeah, one, one he, of those he, European He busted dates. his leg. He's out. They're still playing really well, but it's just it's tough to see that that team. They were going to be like a, maybe even the three seed at one point. So anyhow, so there it's, it is. It's shaping up. And to I mean, be they're still tied for the number for the three seed. Technically, you know, the, in the loss column. So, so I said I like the the Nets out of the East. Out of the West, I like the Kings. Of the, of the, like the low tiered teams, like they've got like at this point the Kings have pretty much picked to the top five for the last decade, and they've got a shitload of talent, and um, it's kind of funny. Like the other thing that the Kings have been known to do is like take, uh, like whoever the Naismith is it the Naismith for college basketball? Yeah. They like picking like the best college basketball player, even if he's not a professional prospect, and like putting him on the roster. Like they have Frank Mason or whatever his name is from Kansas a couple years ago, and, like all these guys that were kind of like low. They ended up being low in the, the draft, but because they had college 
pedigree. They liked them. So it's funny to kind of see that roster come together, and they're actually really fucking good. Well, there's still two games below 500 and have been eliminated from the playoffs. They so done. That yeah. concludes our Kings talk for this year. Thank you for listening. Uh, we should clarify the PGA <laughs> event is in San Antonio, the Valero Open, not Houston. Oh, is it? Houston is the Shell Texas Open. That's this right. This is the San You're Antonio right. Valero Open. R.I.P. Valerio. Matt Kuchar's winning right now. My my Mexican God, friend uh, said something funny to He says, man, that Kuchar guy's really been after the Mexicans lately. Because <laughs> <down there laughs> he took that guy's money and then he fucked Sergio on that, that play. And now he's in San Antonio just fucking everybody in the ass. D- destroying the field. God, so Kuchar. Kuch, he's, he's got like something. He's like a WrestleMania villain. Yes. He needs a mask bad. Yes, a luchador. Cooch, a cuchador, cuchador. If you will. <laughs> that You don't know if they're booing or cooching. Well, you know what you do know? The what best place I? to find jobs online and to find find uh, employees online is LinkedIn. When it's time to make a hire for your small business, naturally you want to find the best person for the job. Odds are that person is on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to get matched with qualified candidates who make the most sense for your role. LinkedIn Jobs uses knowledge of both hard skills and soft skills to match you with the people who best fit that role. People come to LinkedIn every day to learn and advance their careers, so LinkedIn is the natural place uh, to to find employees, and LinkedIn understands what they're interested in and what they're looking for. That means when you use LinkedIn Jobs to hire someone, your matches are based on so much more than a resume. Your LinkedIn Jobs matches are based on skills and background, sure, but also interests, activities, and passion. Matching lets you quickly get a group of the most relevant, qualified candidates for your job. That way, you can focus on the candidates you want to spend time talking to and make a quality hire that you're excited about. Customers rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires. So here we go. Post a job today on linkedin.com slash BDC and save 50 bucks off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash BDC. Nice. All right, let's talk MMA. As always, our top MMA story of the week is Conor McGregor. Retired MMA fighter. That's right. He is <laughs> feuding with everyone. Uh, again, he's uh, mad at the, the boxing guy. Uh, shit, his name escapes me. You know what makes you good at fighting? Being disagreeable. And that's what he's great at. He's, he's fighting with everybody. Well, some of it's good and some of it is, is not so I good. I wouldn't say m- much of it's very good, actually. Conor doesn't make many good decisions. Although he's quite entertaining, so it's fun to watch him melt down and listen to his silly-ass accent and watch him break phones in public for no good reason. Yeah. Were you looking up this boxer's name? Yeah. Oh, it's Pauly, Pauly Malinagi. That's un- I mean, it's understandable why you would not remember I always that. forget his name, but Pauly, uh, of course, Connor and Pauly, Pauly thought that he was going to get embarrassed by Mayweather right. a year ago, whenever that fight was. And... Um, and he was an announcer for HBO or Showtime, whoever was doing the thing. So he agreed to spar with Connor. And then this week, Connor has just been releasing like 30 photos of him <laughs> just punching <laughs> punching Polly in the face at bad angles. It's his, like his a slideshow on up. his Instagram account. It's amazing because uh, Polly is fighting one of Connor's teammates in bare knuckle fighting. Ooh, that sounds like a, like the cockfighting of of human fights they claim it's safer because you have to punch people in a like you can't punch them straight ahead because you'll break your wrist oh so it ta- it's a different skill set it's all bullshit i i don't know it's just sad that it's come to this for Polly, who thought he might get a fight with do people uh, call him Polly molly you do eh, that would be a good way to take he that thought he might down. get a fight with conor mcgregor and make a hundred million dollars now he's fighting 
Connor's like friend in a uh, in a bare knuckle brawl in some weird unregulated state. So that's one feud uh, that Connor has going right now, which is just that's kind of funny that he's just posting these super high quality photos of him punching Polly in the face, like high from, from a year ago. Yeah. Like it, it's just such a cheap shot. The other one that's not as funny is he is in a ugly feud with Khabib Nurmagomedov. Of course, this is the guy he fought most recently, who uh, pretty much stopped Connor out. Okay. Uh, social media is where feuds happen now. And uh, especially if you're retired and you have a bunch of time on your hands, like what else are you gonna do besides sit around your house and and fire off shots across the bow? Allegedly retired, nobody believes that. Uh, Connor started this with a, 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 a tweet that said, "Don't be scared of the rematch, you little scurrying rat. Oh, you will do what you are told, like you always do." And then uh, he posted some other things that got a lot. That's that's kind of fun. That's just good. Scurrying rat is calling someone a scurrying rat's that's, funny. That you can't like take that type of insult sitting down. Like that's something you got to deal with. He then tweeted out and deleted uh, some photos of uh, of Khabib's wife wearing uh, a, in some uh, anti-Muslim things that have a, a quite an anti-Muslim tone. You can't go to that personal man about his wife and uh, essentially about Islam. Uh, Khabib's manager then just tweeted back talking shit this guy is insulting someone's wife and making fun of her religion and belief he doesn't realize he's insulting 1.5 billion muslims religion and family is a no-no you're fuck connor let's see uh, what the media is going to say now he's a rapist and a bitch Woo. which that's a bit of a uh, step up that's a that's a good closing uh, connor then made fun remark. of khabib's uh two of khabib's friends for being busted for steroids one getting a lifetime ban then connor then khabib then posted a photo of connor uh touching a woman who he allegedly has a child with, who is not his girlfriend, and then said, rapist, you are a rapist. Oh, God. You are a hypocrite who is not responsible for your actions. Justice will find you. This thing you. escalated quickly. Yes. So apparently Dana was letting Dana White was letting all this stuff go. And of then, course. Then when that happened, it, it got like, ugly Whoa. enough that he had to actually come in and put out a statement. He's like, please don't fight before we get paid. Guys, yeah, like, where I am aware ring? of the recent social media exchange between Khabib and Connor. The ongoing situation has escalated to a level that is unacceptable as such. We are taking necessary steps to reach out to both sides, and uh, the situation is being addressed by all parties. You think so, he DM'd him? I'm, there's like, probably please more halt. That. He probably showed up at his house like, Y'all, you got to <laughs> stop doing this. you got to quit feuding he with the He probably showed up at world. whatever bar dungeon that Connor's in at noon. Slamming my tires or whatever the fuck he did. He's not. He's drinking only proper number twelve Irish whiskey. You think so, huh? Yeah. Uh, he's not drinking uh, Champ Rose. Champ Champ Rose. <laughs> no, probably not. Greg, big dumb idiot. Uh, in other MMA news, because of course Connor's still the top story, according to Ariel Hawani, uh, Brock Lesnar and Daniel Cormier are almost official and set to meet this summer. Are you excited? How about do you this? become official? Well, the the fight is almost official. Like oh. it's been signed. Yeah, or it, it, their negotiations are happening. Do you have any feelings about Brock Lesnar, who hasn't won an MMA fight without I don't being on steroids? I don't particularly in like care seven if years. he's competitive. I just like seeing someone of that magnitude, like that size, in a ring swinging at a human. Like he looks, he looks superhuman. Like he looks like a giant yes. monster. So that's the thing about um, about Brock. Like that's fascinating. It doesn't matter if he wins. Like just seeing of his big he's ass steroids. arms throw. He's blows. huge. He's, oh, a, he's a monster. monster. Uh, he's going to get a UFC heavyweight championship fight, even though he hasn't won a single UFC fight in like seven years I'd watch without that being over on steroids. Just about anything, honestly, and that's that would thing. draw my attention. 
people that are like real heavy MMA fans think it's unfair and he doesn't deserve this spot. The reality is dudes like Brad that don't do anything with pro wrestling, obviously. Don't give a fuck about any of it. Pro wrestling? We're talking about MMA, right? Right, but Brock Lesnar's famous because okay. of his work with WWE. He's currently Universal Champion. I got you. You can hear more about this on The Champ is Here, WrestleMania Preview. I got you. Podcast coming this afternoon to Mind of Micah. But there's he's he's very famous for being in that world. But he's also famous to to average sports fans who just look at this guy and say, like, he plays he's for, the like, scariest. Minnesota or somebody, too, right? Football. He, he quit. He never made it. In oh, football. he didn't make it. He played in like a, yeah, a preseason game. Uh, I, I, that's how I. Had but if you just was. look at him, he's the most physically imposing monster. Oh, he is a monster. And he's human. got. This is going to be a huge fight. So that's set Wait, to how happen. How big is the guy that he's fighting? Obviously, he's got to be big enough. To Daniel Cormier is. Uh, he's he he gave up his light heavyweight title, so he like barely weighs two twenty five. Lesnar will step into the cage yeah. like two sixty five. How are they? How does that work? Oh, you. It's just it's, anything above two twenty five is heavyweight. Right. So how is that? Uh, anyways, I guess he'll beat him on technicality or on technique. Uh, we'll see. Bellator in other MMA news. Bellator is returning to Madison Square Garden, and uh, the big news here: Chael Sonnen is moving from heavyweight down to two hundred five to face uh, former UFC fighter Leoto Machito. Chael's the one who talks a lot of shit, He right? talks a lot of shit. He was recently beat in the heavyweight Grand Prix by Emil, or, um, Fedor Emelianenko. Why would they call it a Grand Prix? Isn't that a racing term? Yeah, they. it was basically a tournament, uh, but they called it a Grand Prix for some reason. Sounds fruity. Uh, yeah. Fedor. Like tropical. You can say anything you want about Chael. He talks a lot of shit, but if you just look at the dudes he's fought, the legends... He's fought. It's un, nobody. Nobody has a resume quite like his. And granted, he doesn't win a lot of fights over the, the last few years. He'd be the worst person for you to get into like an argument at the bar with, because he would just talk some relentless shit and then whip your ass so bad. Yeah. Well, speaking of whipping your ass, we've got a very exciting podcast this afternoon coming. The champ is here to mind of Micah. You are a promo expert, dude. I'm sorry. I, I was out of things to say. Uh, we <laughs> we don't have any hotline calls today. 800-392-6344. Call in this weekend. We want to hear your takes on the hoops. Uh, talk about MMA, whatever. Just leave us a hot take and, and make it good. And shouts to Will from Michigan, who, after I shamed him like six episodes in a row, has finally stopped calling. But 800-392-6344. Call our hotline. Yeah, give us some like, NBA takes. Like, give us some, st- some fodder to talk about. We need to get into this NBA stuff. We'll be back Monday. We'll be back Monday to break down uh, the semifinal games and to look forward to to the championship game. How good is that? Uh, Brad, where can the people follow you on the social medias? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. Michael, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. And I have one more favor to ask. I know uh, I've been asking for a million different promo things, but if you guys could take a moment, if you haven't already, rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. Yeah, we will really lead, help us We out. will read the funniest ones on air. Uh, next week uh, we really appreciate it. that's the best way to help out the show and brad and i need help uh paying for weddings so do that for us uh we are back monday mm, bye-bye thanks for listening <laughs>